Yes, sir. It's Brad Ward, and this is All Eyes on Cleveland. Welcome to the show. Today, tonight, is a uh, new edition of our special Browns Free Agency Files edition. If you're tuning in to check it out, uh, tonight's topic is Larry Ogunjobi, defensive lineman for the Browns, who will be testing the free agency market. Before we dive into all of that information, uh, I'd appreciate it greatly if you just hit the subscribe button below so you can make sure you catch all of our great content that we're putting out here at on Cleveland. Um, and uh, the notification bell as well so you get that little when it's uh, time for a live show or one of these special uh, editions like tonight. Uh, just a short little pop in here while we do the Larry Ogunjobi files as he will be a, a free agent this offseason after spending four years with the Browns. Um, he was drafted in the third round. Um, and uh, we're going to go over... Uh, his market value, his performance, and everything else uh, corresponding with this and kind of give you an idea of what the Browns are looking at as you move forward. Let's go ahead and bring up some of this information to start here um, as we're going to make that a little bit bigger there for you. Uh, tonight, Larry Ogunjobi, uh, I have an article that I put out here uh, at thebrownswire.com, USA Today Sports Media Group, uh, where I write. And uh, the article corresponds with this video that we're doing here tonight. So kind of take you through with a little visual help here uh, on the show. But Ogunjobi uh, is prepared to take his ne next step in his career here and become an unrestricted uh, the Browns, I don't believe, have any intention to sign Ogunjobi to an extension. Uh, you know, certainly not before free agency begins. They're going to let him test the open market. Now, saying goodbye to Ogunjobi is tough, and I admit that because he is one of those guys, those glue guys that has been here for the Browns' ascent. He was here on the bad teams. He was here through the troubled times and has made it all the way up until now where the Browns are a contender in the AFC. Um, and he has been a part of that. And uh, he's been available, and he's played a lot of games and started a lot of games for the uh, you know, defensive line position in their 4-3 uh, defense. So um, saying goodbye to him is tough. I admit he is a glue guy. Uh, he, you know has been all about the Browns and has been a good soldier his whole time here. So it's hard to see, you know, just say goodbye and and, and off you go, Larry Yogan-Joby. But we're going to give you the reasons why here and break that down a little bit of, of kind of what maybe the free agent or the, uh, pardon me, the front office is thinking about uh, free agent Larry Ogunjobi. Now, Ogunjobi, um uh, did rank inside ESPN's top 50 free agents, however, failed to land on Pro Football Focuses or PFF's top 100 free agent list. Um, let's take a look at why here a little bit as we're going to dive into this. Um, and so here we are with the uh, Larry Ogunjobi PFF grades, and you can see that his rookie year was tremendous. Uh, he received a 78.4 grade and a 20, and he was the 28th overall uh, defensive lineman in the NFL. Uh, 
Um, and uh, this is in the article um, as well, this, this uh, graphic and these statistics. But um, if you look, though, at his grades, he has fallen off pretty quickly in 2018, and then every year it's been worse. Starting at 28th, drops to 60.6 in 2018, 92nd, uh, the interior defensive lineman in 2019, he has a grade of 56 with PFF, drops to 97th in interior defensive lineman, and then this past year in 2020, um, he goes to 51.6 grade of his career, uh, a steady decline from his rookie year in 2017, and he is 109th ranked interior defensive lineman in the NFL. And if you look at 20 grades specifically, uh, his total grade, as we mentioned, was 51.4. But you'll see it here. The run defensive grade is very poor at 53.9. Pass rush, 56.2. And coverage, 60.0. None of which are, are good grades. Um, so certainly that is something, you know, that is to take into consideration here as uh, we know the Browns uh, and their front office are very analytics driven, and uh, that's you know that's going to be uh, on what's going on here is they're going to take into account uh, these type of things. Let's take a look at his uh, statistics as he was 23 when he came into the league. Now I said he played a lot of games, right? He started one, but since then has started every single game that he was available. I think he was suspended uh, in the Miles Garrett uh, fracas, I guess you could call it, uh, helmet gate, um, and he missed a game there. But other than that, he's been available, I think, and he missed one game this year in 2020. Uh, but his 2020 statistics, you'll see here, half sacks, 46 uh, tackles, uh, 23 solo, five tackles for loss, six QB hits. Um, and as a career, so over four years, he had 14 and a half sacks, 180 tackles, and uh, 108 of those solo, uh, 29 tackles for losses. So what we go to look at here is is kind of his value in the market. Now, SpotTrack is a very good site, and they have a lot of this stuff up all the time. And they already had his valuation for them. So, you know, they compared him to some similar players at his age. He's 26. So they compared him to, you know, Grover Stewart, uh, Michael Pierce, uh, David Amyada, Amyada, I don't know really, Amyamada, there we go, Amyamada, uh, and Vernon Butler um, as guys that uh, they can compare to deals they got coming off of their rookie deal, uh, as you see here. But they came up with the number $9.3 million as his average annual salary that he would command on the open market and uh, potentially a three-year, you see here, $28.1 million deal. Now, in comparison... Just to take a look. So we'll take kind of mark that down, 9.3 million. Let's take a look at the rest of the market, okay? So the best interior defensive alignment on the market 
out this free agency period is a guy named Leonard Williams with the Giants, and he's going to command big money, uh, $20 million potentially per year. Um, as you see here, that's what they have. Uh, PFF has him valued at. Uh, another Giants interior defensive lineman, as if you remember, they've got those two big guys inside. They really stuffed the run over there uh, in, with the Giants, uh, and they we had to face them this year um, uh, and uh, face that good run defense. But uh, another 26-year-old, Dalvin Tomlinson, uh, ranked 39th in interior defensive lineman. Um, and he, they have his valuation at about $13 million a year. Um, this is where it gets interesting. So Shelby Harris is a guy in Denver. Uh, he is also, well, he's 29 years old and, uh, he will, uh, they have him valued at a three-year deal for, uh, $11 million per year, uh, totaling, you know, about $33.4 million over the three years. But at 11.1 per year, um, that's a, so that's a 29-year-old getting that, and a guy who graded much better, if you notice here, than Joby. His rank is 46. If you remember this past year, Joby's rank uh, was uh, 109th, and his grade was 51.4. So if we go back here, Shelby Harris had an 88.3 grade in 2020. That's the eighth best uh, of all interior defensive linemen uh, in 2020. And Sue is a really good, I think, uh, guy to look at here to gauge this market. And if you see on here, they have him valued at about here. $6.75 million. Now, he's older. He's 34 years old, but played more snaps than Ogunjobi this year, was more productive, as you'll see here with the statistics, um, six sacks, 44 uh, combined tackles, 27 solo, nine tackles for loss. So more productive, played more snaps, and is considerably older than than him, 34 years old versus 26 with Ogunjobi, and his grade was uh, higher by about a whole full 10 points at 61.8 for two, 2020, and ranked 71st of interior defensive linemen. And you've seen, and he's going to play in the Super Bowl here in a couple of days, but you've seen that he is an impact player for them, um, and I would argue is more of an impact player than Ogunjobi was. Um, so in comparing statistics and grades, they bear out that Indomitian Sue is a better player, obviously, than Ogunjobi. And he's only going to command $6.7 million on the market, according to PFF. Well, let's take a look at one other guy here. Uh, the 99th rank, so top 100 uh, free agents available out there. This is the 99th ranked guy. His name is Sheldon Rankins. He plays for New Orleans. Orleans, pardon me, another interior defensive lineman, a 63.5 grade in 2020, um, and, pardon me for that, uh, ranked 68th overall in interior defensive lineman. So better than Ogunjobi considerably. So we take a look at that again. 
uh, grade much better than the 51.4 Ogunjobi had and uh, better ranking 68th than Ogunjobi had. Ogunjobi has always flashed upside and great athleticism. So don't get me wrong there. He's big plays and been very valuable to the Browns at times. His problem is his consistency. He has not been consistent over the time that he plays with the Browns. He'll disappear for long periods of time. But if you see here, Sheldon Rankins and, and, and you know, probably more sought after than Ogan Joby, definitely probably. Uh, not even a probably, he definitely will be more sought after than Ogan Joby. Uh, also 26 years old. Uh, they have him here at PFF probably getting about $7.25 million per year. Now, when we're talking about how much each one of these guys is going to make per year, uh, this is a good point to point out that the salary cap in 2021, at least at this point, is looking like that it's probably going to fall down to um, $180 million. So, you know, you're talking about uh, it being at about 210 this year, or pardon me, 200 this year, uh, falling to $180 million. Uh, the lowest it can go, uh, according, you know, what they worked out before this pandemic season was uh, $175 million. But they, they're guessing between $175 and $180 million. That's a steep $20 million drop in the salary cap. A lot of people are going to lose their jobs. I think the stars will get star money. The $20 million guys will probably get close to that. But the guys in the middle are probably where it's going to suffer. And a lot of teams are going to cut guys due to the salary 12 teams, if it was $180 million, the salary cap for 2021 start of the season, 12 teams would already be over that cap. So there's a lot of stuff going on there, and it's a very situation. Um, but I expect this market, and most people do, to be very depressed. So even these figures from PFF, I would say, you know, for the majority of them, except for the few exceptions that the star guys that might command high money, I would expect these figures to even be depressed a little bit. Uh, accounting for some of that, but I don't think you can account for uh, how how difficult this could be for some teams, and especially a team like the Saints, uh, who's way, way over the cap and in huge salary cap trouble. So, you know, that's interesting to look at there with Sheldon Rankins as you see that and something to keep in mind. So when you go back here and we go back to um, our guy, uh, Larry Ogunjobi, Brown's free agent, and look at that valuation of $9.3 million by Track. I'm sorry, but I got to say, I think that's false. And I don't think he'll command anywhere near that amount of money. Um now, I would probably guess more in the range based off of the guys in the market here and the depressed value. I like this Indomitian Sioux as a good gauge. A guy that's much older, more productive, but only at six million, six, seven million dollars a year. Let's call it six to eight, maybe. 
I'm going to guess that Okanjobi might command probably around uh, somewhere between three and five million dollars a year in the open market. That's my guess. Uh, I think the spot track uh, 9.3 million dollar is way, way, way too high uh, based off of his performance. Not that he's been bad, but just that he has been inconsistent. Now, question that many people are going to ask, well, what does that mean Browns? If he's not going to command that big money, are they going to maybe try to bring him back or re-sign him? And I think that the answer remains the same here for the Browns. The, the value at 4 or $5 million, even at that figure, say it's even $3 million per year, if you look at those grades, the 51.4, 109th ranked interior defensive lineman, the Browns really have to go for it in these next two years before, you know, the Mayfield and Chubb and Ward money, extension money, gets added on to their salary cap. This is their opportunity to go for it. I'm going to talk about a reason, big reason why they're probably going to let him walk, and that's a guy named You can see right here uh, next to my head, pointing the wrong way. Oh, yeah, he's over there. No, he's, he's right here next to my head, Andrew Billings. Andrew Billings is the guy the Browns signed last offseason but opted out due to the pandemic, okay, COVID-19. And uh, all the players had that option to do, and Billings took up that, that offer, right? So let's take a look at Andrew Billings, though. And this will give you the main reason why I think the Browns just let Larry Ogunjobi go check out the open market and um, go see what's available. And I think that, you know, when the time comes, uh, they're going to let him walk. And uh, this is the guy that I think and I expect to be starting next to Sheldon Richardson next year. Um, so let's let's dive into him real quick a little bit, and then we'll get you out of here. All eyes on Cleveland, free agent files, the subject tonight being one Larry Ogunjobi. Okay, so here is the big Andrew Billings. And when I say big, I mean big. He's 325 pounds. The Browns signed Billings last year to a one-year deal worth $3.5 million, all fully guaranteed. But he brings some heft to their defensive line, says Ian Rappaport here, um, for against twice a year with the Bengals. You see here he's 6'1", 325 uh, from Baylor, was drafted in 2016, so still a very young player. Uh, you look at his last season, 2019, and remember that's still a very young player, two sacks, seven assists, 28 solo tackles. Uh, his grade, almost a 70 overall run defense, 68.4 pass, 65.3, all considerably better than Ogunjobi. And less expensive is $3.5 million. And he plays a better role for them. First of all, he's bigger guy next to Sheldon Richardson. The one thing about Sheldon Richardson and Ogunjobi is they've been very much, they're kind of the same player. Um, 
not in production wise or talent wise, but they just are. There's no real like big time, big run stuffer in there. And that's what Billings is going to bring to the Browns defense. He's going to bring that heft, that force. And he, and I wrote it right here, as you can see, ending player. This, this is a guy that is just going to get better and better. And I think is going to have a monster year starting for the Browns in 2021. Andrew Billings is the answer. Your, the other answers that you look for on the Browns, along with Andrew Billings, who will be coming back after the opt-out, is obviously the guys that they're bringing back. Sheldon Richardson, an absolute stud, right? I expect him to be back next to Andrew Billings as your starting combo. That's a better duo. That's an upgrade without spending more money for the Browns. They immediately upgrade that position, the interior defensive line. Jordan Elliott gets a year older. His grades right there, a little bit better than Joby's, and he flashed at times, but right there with him. So you're very much getting at worst, at the very least, and I expect better, obviously, after his rookie season, and he gets more reps, and he certainly flashed at times. But you're getting a guy that's very much the same as Joby. In your draft pick from last year, uh, Jordan Elliott. And, and I it, I think that he uh, 100% can fill in that. Uh, he was a third-round draft pick for the Browns. But fill in that depth role for them. I'm sure they'll add somebody else, maybe in free agency, maybe another cheap deal because we talked about those cap issues coming up this year. The Browns are in good position as far as the cap. They're going to roll over a considerable amount of money. So even if the cap drops to 180, 175, they're still going to have some money to spend in free agency. They want to sign their guys. You got to keep in mind the Baker extension, the Chubb extension. I'd love to see those get done this off. I think the Ward, uh, Denzel Ward extension can kind of get kicked maybe to next year to look at because I want to see him prove that he can play 14 games a year before I a big deal, right? Um, so I think that uh, you have to look at signing Wyatt Teller when he's a free agent next year. He is absolutely, probably for sure, the best offer in the league. That's a lot of money that you're going to commit. So where you can save money here and there, I think, and I think they let Joby go test the market, and ultimately I think they're completely fine with letting him go. Joby was great. He flashed upside. He was a Browns player, a glue guy, true and true from the hard times all the way up to now where we're starting to see some of the good times, right? And Browns are back in contention. Joby, and for that, we have to give him a huge salute. But when it comes down to the business of football, it's just a smart move for the Browns to let him go on his way, let him see what he can make on the open market. Maybe a higher pay maybe he does i'm wet maybe he gets that mine nine million dollars a year that's predicted i don't think so just one man's opinion and i showed you why i don't think so i think i have a pretty good grasp on this with the the figures and and the the research that i've done go check on this very topic over at the brownswire.com usa today sports media group 
Uh, go check out all the articles over there. Very good. Jeff Risden is the boss man over there, and he writes all good stuff. Uh, I, I write uh, over there, and we'll continue to go through these 17 free agents the Browns have. That's two down now. Higgins, check out that video at the All Eyes on Cleveland YouTube channel. Okay? I want to see Higgins come back. And now, Ogunjobi, that's the second one. We'll get to them all. And uh, I asked you guys who you wanted the next uh, deep dive done on, and you chose Larry Ogunjobi. So here it is. You ask and you receive. My name is Brad Ward. This has been another edition of All Eyes on Cleveland, a special uh, free agency files edition uh, on one Larry Ogunjobi. Thank you so much for listening and joining in. Uh, And uh, for Mikey, my name is Brad Ward. We are out.